Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Laura on Air UK edition and I'm here with my friend Jan. Say hi Jan. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and we've got a lot to unpack this week Jan so where do we get started? Well Monday. On Monday we had a couple more weddings. Um, it feels so long ago now. It does, um, doesn't it? There's been so much drama this week already I and Roni in week one. So, <laughs> so let's start Shona and Brad. So um, Shona in her past she's been bullied which led to bulimia then went through a lot of self-finding stuff and she does crystals and yoga she's and her best relationship overall is with the french bulldog um, uh, we also see that she actually teaches drama well yeah eat your words jen eat your words eat i'm your not words, entirely jen. convinced they just didn't stick her in front of a stagecoach group and say go for it oh you mean a bit like the tennis coach yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm not convinced. But she struggles with self-esteem and relationships and she falls in love too quickly. Then so. there's a shocker for me. <laughs> <laughs> Paired her with Brad, who is essentially the same kind of person. Yeah, I mean, he's also into his crystals and meditation. He's um, a good looking guy. He's a very good looking guy amazingly from Grimsby but he says in the past he's been addicted to steroids and other um, drugs yeah and other drugs or loose a loose term there of and other drugs um and he became a dad at 18 but he also loves love so mm. yeah I mean it looks like they're paired well it looks like the match is good but as we are going to talk about, it seems like past issues are going to come back and bite these two in the ass. So, <laughs> um, On her uh, preparing to get married, she was still banging on about her spirituality. But her mother was very worried for her about falling in love at first sight. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Jesus, I mean... I if your parents don't know you best, who does? And I think there was a lot of faces being pulled by the people in her wedding party that suggested that they they know this Shona, they're aware of this Shona, and it ain't going to stop now. <laughs> no. And they arrived, her mum and granny. Interestingly, they'd picked black to wear and a lovely, great Presbyterian Scottish family, which I was quite surprised at, actually. Um, because she shows no sign of any kind of Scottishness going on in her accent. No, Nottingham girl. I do actually have a friend who knows her um, and was at um, her party for when she she did her wedding uh, on TV. And um, I said, oh, I, I don't know about Shoda. And she said, yeah, she's more herbal tea. You're more tequila. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. Granny was a bit surprised. She wasn't quite into him. I think it was the face tats. Well, it's a lot, if especially for people who are a little bit older. Do you know what I mean? I mean, my mom sent me a message last night saying, oh, I don't even care about the face tattoos. He's gorgeous. <laughs> mm -hmm. They both had quite Mystic Meg kind of vows going on, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he said the stars have aligned. 
and Ugh. our souls are already connected. That's what she said. Um, I mean, the my... universe. When they both said the universe, when she said the universe, they both went, oh, the universe. I mean, yeah, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but you know, know, I'm I'm probably shouldn't diss the spirituality, but frankly, I found it just a wee bit nuts. All for jumping in with both feet, and I'm all for taking this seriously, acting like it's a marriage, but they've already got a minivan, a bunch of kids, <laughs> and a mortgage on a home, and they, they're four minutes in. Yeah. Uh, warning I mean, bells! Not wedding bells, warning bells. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel this is going to be a very bright flame that burns quickly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel. I mean, I, I keep wanting to say how much I love them, but they really just—they get under my skin. It's too much. Now that the the honeymoon was beautiful, and I cringed and was mad all the way through it with their beautiful beach drinks and beautiful diving into the ocean and all the other things I didn't get. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I will get on to the honeymoon shortly. So next up, we had. Um, Portia and Terence. Now, she wants a chivalrous man. She has a three-year-old son. She's a born-again Christian. She's stopped drinking entirely. Uh, she's a very traditional woman by her own admission. She likes to be at home as a family. Uh, and she's been cheated on a lot um, and has a fear of rejection. Now, I I would like to say this. If you're always at home and never going out with a dude, that's when you get cheated on. I don't think that's the message we should send, that if you want to keep your man from cheating on you, you need to go out more. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. frankly, every now and again would be nice, but she sounds like... Here, listen, I, I just want to say, I called this one, right? I called this one from the very start when we did our meet the brides and grooms. And I said, she's going to meet him. And it, you think they're going to be a good match because they both have kids and they're age appropriate. And But I called this was going to be a fucking train wreck. And I knew it. And I just want to put that out there. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is really lovely. He looks after disadvantaged young people. Um, and he has... Uh, three sons of his own that um, he but when does he see these kids because between looking after other people's kids at a youth club going out and djing and partying till five o'clock in the morning i'm not sure how that's happening uh sunday i think that was what he said wasn't it sundays he, see, he sees his kids on sundays now okay. also <laughs> another one another one day a week dad whoop, whoop. yeah yeah he also says um, he's cheated twice, so I'm I'm wondering whether these children are from different. Ladies. Oh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing there's a, there's a few different moms. I don't think it's one woman and a bunch of kids. I mean, Terence, if I'm wrong, I do apologize, but that's the vibe I got. Especially when he said, um, in his backstory, I've decided it's probably about time I find the right one and settle down. You've already got a load of kids. I'm sure that time has already passed that you were supposed to find the one and settle down before you had a load of kids with a load of ladies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys, I'm that's super judgmental, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> he does say he wants to be a provider and he wants a confident woman. But I frankly, think careful what you wish for, Terence. I want to be a provider. I mean, 
Yeah, but obviously he's we'll not, get to that at the honeymoon. He's not rich enough for her. He's already no. paying out for three kids. Which so. she, which again, we're not allowed to jump ahead to the honeymoon, but you brought it up when she says, well, if you're providing for your kids, how are you going to provide for me? <laughs> what oh, <a> yeah. <laughs> Fuck those kids off. I need the cash. Provide for me. <laughs> No, no, no. I thought at first she was asking because she wanted to see if he was a good dude and, and wanted to make sure he was taking care of her kids, but followed it up with, well, how are you going to take care of me then? <laughs> Wowzer. But the now, wedding was beautiful. It was beautiful. Now, apart from her banging on about values. Um, uh, one... The first thing she asked him, are you a Christian? Oh, yeah. I said, maybe but... she was asking him, "Are your is your name Christian? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I mean, she didn't even say hello. My name nope. is. No. There was nothing going on there, was there? Um, yeah. And again, if this is the most important thing in the world to you, I don't know if this is the show to come on because um, let's face it, you don't always get what you want. Right. No. And, she um, and, and if she was, what if he'd said no? Was she going to walk away at that point? She's very particular. She's very particular about what I she didn't wants. get that vibe, Jan. <laughs> down to the strong chin and everything yeah so. i said she, she went on about that she, she went on about chins on and on. <laughs> it kept coming up what is her deal with the chins who knows who knows but a strong chin is really important i think i think she's looking for an egyptian maybe <laughs> you know a classic egyptian you know one, one that's got a lot for lots of money is having yeah own- they weren't christians though oh true Mm, yeah, <laughs> pre Jesus. I could see that being a problem. <laughs> right, yeah, sorry. Um she says just before she goes into the wedding, when she's got her her dress on, she's looking absolutely stunning. She says, if he's not going to fall for this, like she's peacocking around, like she's the I'm best. Sorry, thing. can we mention the fact that she put says she's a 10? Oh, yes. She I mean, I'm sorry, but even if you were the most gorgeous woman in the world, if, do you think Kate Moss walks around telling people she's a 10? Even she doesn't do that. Like, well, I wish you Naomi Campbell might. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, yeah, she um, compared herself to Beyonce, really. Oh, you know, Beyonce's a 10 and so she. <laughs> I, just, I just think, especially if you're going to go on a show like this, even if you think you're the bomb diggity, you keep that to yourself, don't you? Yeah, don't and you, you let the audience say, wow, what a pretty girl. You know, I think when you tell people that you're gorgeous, it makes you a lot less gorgeous. Yeah, Um, she's beautiful to look at. She really, really is. But I suppose uh, at the moment, (laughs) down to the edit, we're thinking, is she beautiful on the inside? And that's a problem. She ain't pretty. She just looks that way. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) But he says quite literally before the wedding, he wants a wife with a, a party spirit, too. And that you're right. It's a it's a train crash waiting to happen. To be honest, and that, that's when you got to think about what I mean. Again, if Paul Branson's saying you don't always get what you want, you get what you need, um, and maybe Terence does need to calm down a bit and stay at home a bit more. And maybe that's why they thought they paired them. But at this point, it just seems like polar opposites. Yeah, I mean, he said he was getting daggers from someone in the front row, <laughs> and she said, "I can't promise you forever." as forever belongs to God. Uh, I think that was a bit of a strong one to have put in your vows. Um, yes. 
But she also didn't care what his name was as long as he believed in God. So I can't say I'm shocked. No, that's true. His vows were a little less committed, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but he didn't take him off the internet, so he's already winning. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> and he couldn't get the ring on a finger. And I think maybe that should have been a sign. Sign from God? Possibly. <laughs> You be careful, we'll be cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Listen, I, I, I'm i all for believing in whatever you want to believe in. Spirituality, God, Buddha, yeah. you know, Ganesh, I don't know, what, uh, whatever. But my issue is when it just, it becomes so everything about you that it's all you talk about. Yeah. It's so, I just think, I think that's, I think spirituality is for yourself. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same way as banging on about crystals, frankly. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. It becomes so in your face that there, there's. it seems like that's the most important thing about you, you know, and I think there so, should be so much more to somebody than their beliefs. But Well, again, this is the edit what we're seeing. Of course Let's it is. Let's remember that. It might be only a small facet of what happens in the eight-hour day, but we, we have You know to... what? I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. I, I'm going to call bullshit on the edit one. I yeah. think that it's all her all the time. She was well concerned about him being a DJ. Um, she brought her son to the wedding. Okay, I didn't, I didn't love that. I'm sorry, I didn't. I thought that was a bit weird. I understand she wants to include him and she's close with her son. We get that. But she's introducing a child to a stranger as her husband. And mm-hmm. I, I listen, everybody to each their own. But I didn't bring my son, my youngest son, to the wedding. I only brought my oldest son because he was over 18 and he could make that decision for himself. My son's 13 and I still wouldn't have brought him to that wedding because I didn't know who this man was yet. And I'm not going to introduce my kids to a stranger, even if I'm marrying them until I know what he's about. I just think at least (laughs) I think introducing your kids has got to be like the sex rule. They've got to wait till at least the third date. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I agree. Especially when he says you make my mummy happy. Well, to be fair, he was fun and lovely with him. Oh, yeah. I just I just think emotionally it's. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a TV show and maybe they they told him it was just a TV show. We don't know what it was said. But when it's played out to us like an actual wedding and there's a child there who doesn't know this man, um, it seems a bit soon to be saying, here's your new dad. Right. Yeah, it did feel a bit. It's, and maybe it's that's on Channel soon. 4. So mm. I don't know. Um, now, he did seem a bit upset about her, the fact she didn't drink. And he was concerned that her lifestyle was very different to his. And he did say this could be a recipe for disaster straight away. So uh, I he mean, can't I see said, into the future, Kenny. <laughs> I think he said, I need to drink. And my thought was, yeah, you're drinking for two now, mate. Just <laughs> get in there. Which I would be thrilled about because, you know, because CPL Productions only gives you a certain amount of alcohol for the day. So he's just got twice as much. I'd be buzzing. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's nobody to share that bottle of wine with you. That's right. <laughs> only a straw. Only a straw. <laughs> she does. She's very clear that she wants someone to stay at home with her. And she's concerned um, that he's never been engaged, having had all these ladies and children. Well, I see that as well. I'm, I'll yeah. give Portia that one. And she did say, I don't want to be mugged off. She's going into it with an open heart. Um, <laughs> and they both sorry. want it I'm to so work. sorry. 
Yeah. Well, we now follow them onto honeymoon. So on on Tuesday, we we start seeing how the whole thing really plays out. So first of all, we do cut to Brad and Shona again. Having the honeymoon of their dreams. Oh, my God. Now, I have got something to say about this. I don't think there was a single shot of them where they had their clothes on. They seem (laughs) to have been permanently (laughs) all naked all the time yeah absolutely (laughs) I was absolutely astonished just how much they showed their bodies off constantly and let's face it they are fit and let's we all enjoyed watching him so yeah thank you channel four um (laughs) I know but it was their their honeymoon was so gorgeous and that end when they did the the last night on the beach Mm mm-hmm well, and with all the ca- with all the lights and the candles and everything else, well, actually compared to Portia and Terence's, that looks like it was in someone's basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they just... burst the budget on Brad. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did talk about the past relationship, and and they thinks... talked about having kids, Jan. They yeah, talked they... about having babies together. <laughs> it was a conversations on a deeper level. That's what it was <laughs> on a deeper level. Um, I want to know how deep those levels go. I'm just going to put it out there. Mm. <laughs> are we talking like just uh, ground floor and basement? <laughs> are we talking like secret un- under bunker levels? Because I'm guessing there's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had breakfast in the pool, which. Yeah, I said they got breakfast in the pool. I got taken to a fucking little to buy some ham cheese bread and a bottle of wine, which I got shouted at by my husband for buying wine at Little. So, yeah, I'm still bitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting. But they, they were like, they're having the breakfast going, you know, our bodies connected and our souls connected. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the same thing. <laughs> Honestly, there was so much eye rolling going from me while I watched that. Oh, I mean, yeah. yes, a bit jealous, of course. I was a little bit, a lot of it, a little bit is jealousy because I'm mean, imagine getting matched with somebody that you go on the honeymoon, beautiful honeymoon like that. You get the man of your dreams. You have amazing sex for a week, and and in that kind of paradise environment, I mean. It doesn't get better than that, does it? Well, that massage was borderline pornographic, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> a little oh, something for the mums. <laughs> well, there were her crotch shot rubbing his back up and down. And then when they did oh, that frontal shot where she's <laughs> massaging and then she leans, arches her back forward um, and pulls it. I mean, God, I mean... It really wow. Yeah, God, yes. Thank God it's on after the watershed. It's not because of the drama. It's just so that Brad and and Shona can get their kid off and rub each other naked. Yeah, it was absolutely astonishing, really. (laughs) But he says he's very sexually adventurous. And she says she's very she's very PG, yeah. I know. Um, that was a first, that was kind of a, at first it didn't seem like a warning sign but he's bringing that up quite a bit mm, i wondered whether he is into bum sex or something like that's that that's what i said to somebody somebody messaged me and i said oh it's just gonna it's definitely bum sex isn't it but i don't know i i said cut to brad's sex dungeon yeah <laughs> I feel I'm a little adventurous. Uh, next episode, she's got a ball gag in her mouth and he's whacking her with a big <laughs> stick. <laughs> I'm vanilla. 
lost me there. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but yes, that now that last meal on the beach, um, I frippin' think they were high on the tiki lamps by that point. Um, it was, I know that's why I said, whatever they're smoking, I want some of that because that, like, she's I, I don't think I've ever seen somebody who's as happy as Shona is all the time. There's yeah. got to be, she's got to be being microdosed or something because she's just. She's just on cloud nine, twenty four seven. I mean, but, I don't know why that makes me unhappy and annoyed. Like that, that says more about my personality, doesn't it? That that makes me like want to give her a smack. Like instead of being happy for, her, I'm so dead inside. <laughs> you heartless bitch. I am um, really. Yeah, Peggy. Um, we'll talk about Peggy and George next. She does think that George might be the Prince Charming. And then he says, look at you, what a shape. I know, again, so many facets to George. She's trying to have a deep and meaningful, he's talking about her boobs again. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I mean, I've got to say, uh, I really swapped my ideas about George and Peggy on this honeymoon because I was really worried for Peggy going in because he was a bit of a man-child. Then mm. they cut to psycho Peggy... <laughs> on the honeymoon it really flips quick doesn't it it does and i think she kind of entrapped him with um, a bit of a statement i'm sorry but there was no way he could win that right she Mm -hmm. said if i wanted to do adult content how would you feel if he says i no fucking way is my wife taking her clothes off in front of people he would be the masculine dickhead who's trying to control her right yeah so he that's what he thinks so he thinks if i say Oh, honey, whatever you want to do, I, it's your body. I support you 100%, which is what most normal people yeah. think, right? Then she he, that would be the right answer. And then so he says that, and she says he has shitty values. And even when he tries to explain himself, that's not good for Picky Peggy, right? No, now we know I'm... where she got the nickname. Um, and then she comes, keeps coming for him about it. And then the I've got to say, the dramatic storm out and slam of that hotel door which yeah. actually made the whole hotel room look fake because the walls rattled, didn't it? <laughs> but um, I was like, I, that's like daytime soap behavior. I just, I call absolute fucking bullshit on that walkout. Yeah, I, I to be honest, I really felt for him. <laughs> yeah, I think she came off like a loon at that point, right? She did. She like, really, really she, did. he says, she's asked him one question. He doesn't give her the right answer. And it wasn't even a bad answer. It was the, what the appropriate answer should have been, I think. Mm-hmm. And she cries storms out and says i don't want to be here anymore so, yeah. I mean, and, I, and everybody who wrote in thank you and the, i think the, uh, the audience agreed on that one that it seemed for television forced and fake yeah um i mean she says she's uncomfortable that he thinks it's okay for her to do porn and that's why she's copped the hump with him um, don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I know. And he does try to make it up to her. Um, and he, he tells her that she's right. Um, yeah, I didn't. See, I think we're seeing a lot of that from grooms this season, right? Mm. The, I just want to make it better. I'm just going to say, I'm so sorry. I, even if, you know, like it's the same with Arthur. He did the same thing. I, I'm just going to say sorry for everything and say you're right. And hopefully this just fixes everything. I don't think our, I don't think George was in the wrong at that point. No, but he, he says, you know, I'm a novice at this. And what, she... being a human being, normal human being. <laughs> Taking <laughs> God. 
they do make up over it and they do yes. seem to be getting on yes, until he says the wrong thing again mm -hmm. next time she has a conversation i mean as i think the thing with peggy is is same i think getting peggy and laura have similar vibes to me it's like as long as you go tote the line and do exactly what they want there are wonderful companions to have around but if you cross them or say something they don't like jesus watch out although to be honest come on george why when you know that how the last conversation went why would you tell her that you put electricity on your nipples <laughs> that was fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem to understand like he, he can't read the room and i think that's his biggest problem right yeah i mean i mean i was absolutely pissing myself laughing at that point he's been electrocuting his nipples with a fly but also, it's clearly like a joke thing people get to ask him to do stupid stuff he's yeah. not running uh he's not running a uh tv sex line is he like i yeah. feel like she keeps trying to make out that he's disgusting and she's a, a moral goddess and i don't i'm not getting that i don't i don't think she's willing to try to understand anything about him she wants him to do and understand everything about her and comply yeah yeah and, and i've seen some funny memes though um of him doing squats over a baguette on the internet <laughs> Oh, she'll never be able to eat a baguette again. Well, that's right, no. Peggy. He's not taking you to France then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that trip to the south of France to meet his parents is not <laughs> happening. <laughs> Good job Peggy didn't get paired with Brad in his sex dungeon then. <laughs> oh, but I just feel, I really feel sorry for it because I am, you know, I understand gaming channels. I understand that it's a thing that he does. And yeah. it's it's just a bit of fun. my son wanted to know what his apex legends um uh channel was because he wants to watch it now mm. and listen i'm not worried about my 13 year old watching him get the electricity on his nipples so i don't know why peggy's getting her knickers in a twist yeah she says it's make or break for me and uh yeah well, again does it not seem like drama for drama yeah. sake and george is uh to to you know prove himself I think uh, she says he, he thinks like a single person. Well, um, he does. Yeah. Um, but... When we say single person, we mean adult child. <laughs> <laughs> but he is willing to compromise. Yeah, he said he's willing letter. to learn. And he's willing to agree with everything Peggy says. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. far, so good. She thought that letter was really romantic. Um, oh, okay. Again, though. I I did I did say something on my stories and George did reply because I said, who starts a letter halfway down a page? Like it's it wasn't a card, it was just a piece of paper and he just started writing halfway down and folded it over. It made him seem like a bit of a weirdo. I think he had <laughs> It's to all write... crumpled up. <laughs> I think he had to write that down because he was so scared of saying the wrong thing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably best to take notes, George. George. <laughs> Sorry, George. I'm I'm sorry, but everybody else calls him George. All the, they're going to call him George all the way through. But I'm going to really try for him. George. But after that, they they really did seem to, you know, perk up as a couple. It and was it, weird though, right? Because we must have not seen some stuff. Because they went from her like just thinking he's the worst human being in the world to suddenly being the best couple in the world. It's amazing what a tuck tuck ride can do for you. Terence and Portia. Because I think. That was um, very interesting because they they got to this amazing villa. It really, really was 
beautiful and yeah, i would right. love uh, oh i know you're bitter i know but you're no bitter. i just think i just think yeah morocco's gorgeous and it seemed lovely but i don't think it seemed as lovely as some of the other honeymoons okay fair enough but but terence uh, was very happy with it and which again seemed to piss, piss porsche off he, he couldn't win he thought it was like such a great gorgeous place and he was so excited and she was like well if he thinks this is good he's obviously not used to the finer things in life yeah, because she thought she was making out that this was the norm for her. And I I don't know. believe that's true. And then in her backstory, she still had the price tags on the bottom of her shoes. <laughs> Somebody should have made her take those off. <laughs> I hadn't noticed that, but yeah, well, I did. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a cow, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're getting on to begin with. All yes. right. She thinks he's sweet. And um, in yeah. the first four minutes of their of the edit of their honeymoon they got along fantastically <laughs> but, she said some shocking things though don't you think in the pool yeah i i do because and, um her idea of what a guy's like um you know her mind the ideal guy is someone who literally does everything for her and all she has to be is pretty so yeah. go from and, go from there <laughs> Well, you know me, Jen, I'm an old fashioned girl and a lot of you are going to hate me for this, but I don't, I mean, I was married to a millionaire and I, that was my job. My job was to make sure I looked good all the time. I had a housekeeper, I didn't do anything and it was kind of a dream. But at the same time, if you're going to decide to have that lifestyle and you're going to be the woman who stays at home while your man goes out and provides, you don't then get to judge your man on how he does it, how long he's out, because that's, you give that up to get the stuff you want right it's not yeah. can't be you're not gonna stay at home and get everything you want and then also be in control of everything because that's not how it works right no if he's earning and he's providing he's in control it's that's just the simple that's just the simple things of life you know and i think that she's she's acting like a, a boss bitch you know she wants to have it all she wants she's acting like a woman who goes out and provides and brings home the bacon but she doesn't want to do that. She wants to eat the bacon, have him bring it home, but then tell him how to do it. And I don't think that's ever going to work for her. And that's probably why she's in this situation. It all starts going wrong um, about when well, we start talking about if we're earning about the same amount of money, do we think we should be, we should be contributing? <laughs> to these the women keep setting these poor men up for disaster, mm. right? He, and he says, yeah, I think we should split 50-50. And her face, like, there's no compromise. This is my thing. I'm. It's not her values. It's not what she wants. I don't have an issue with that. If that's what, she, what floats her boat, that's fine. It's the fact that she t isn't willing to compromise at all. And a relationship is about compromise. She wants to tell him what she wants, and she wants him to do. Yeah, yeah. And her idea that she's never going to see a bill. And he's going to manage everything. Is yeah. just like, she's going to go. To, she keeps going to the toilets, and men just keep picking up the bills. <laughs> yeah, I, does this always happen to her if she does stay? I mean, again, this might be a reason why she got cheated on because she never picked up her side of the bill. She never contributed. I don't get cheated be. on, and I rarely pick up a bill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they all do leave me though, so maybe, maybe there's maybe. something to it. Um, but he does. He talks about this busy week that he has, and the, and she's thinks his his lifestyle's not stable, and she wants somebody with a stable lifestyle. 
She shouldn't play poker because her face says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, her mouth is normally saying it all, but her face definitely says it all. And he admits to the cheating. Um, oh. And she says, once is OK, twice is a habit. Oh, my God. When he says, I, I just, when he says to her, I've been a bit naughty. And again, I've said all my stories. It's not like he's pulled a prank on somebody. He's continually cheated. Yeah. <laughs> and I, honestly, I'm I'm with her on that one. That That was an absolute red flag. And I think... As much as I've joked about the spoon thing, and we'll get to that, I think that was what set her off in that dinner. And if she wasn't coming back for that and everything else subsequently was going to be a disaster because she couldn't get that out of her head, that he's a cheater. And yeah. that's her biggest fear. Uh, 40% and all that stuff. It was so stupid. They they don't communicate at all no. with each other. They're not hearing each other at all. Well, I'm going to say it's 70, 30 was that the right math? <laughs> yeah. I, well, he's saying that, you know, you're only getting 40% of me because you're in bed asleep. Yeah. Or you don't want to be talked to. Yeah, in the morning. Out of bed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, I'll give her the nighttime one. But come on, if she's not a night person, at least be a morning person. You can't say, I'm not a night person because I'm in bed. I'm also not a morning person. Um, but if you want to get to know me between the hours of 12 till 2, I'm available for you. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And she is thinking that he hasn't got time for her. Bloody yeah, hell. I, I feel like she thinks but she doesn't know we're watching this. <laughs> she she's not aware of who she, how she's coming off or who she is. And and then to and then the spoon thing, he was right to say it was childish. Mm. I need a spoon. I have a spoon. I don't want your spoon. That was childish. And yeah. I think if she had just said, you know what? Yeah, I, you're right. It was childish, but I was upset with some of the things you said. I was thrown about the cheating, um, and yeah, I overreacted and I and I got a bit pissy. Then they could have come back and had another conversation. But she, I think she doesn't like to be wrong, and she doesn't like people to pull her up on her behavior. And as soon as that happened, she refused to back down. Yeah, yeah. I think the spoon thing was was totally childish. You know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and that's before we know. Wait- that's before we know it goes on for eight more episodes. Yeah. Could you ask the waiter for uh, a spoon for me? Was the first thing. <laughs> I mean, why can't she ask the waiter for a spoon? And then he said, "Well, you don't need one. I've got a spoon. Have my spoon." Um, it wasn't unreasonable. How thing. dare you? She doesn't want that spoon. No, I know, <laughs> I know. So then we got onto the dinner party. The dinner party was interesting because we, we had them moving in, but we really didn't see a lot of them moving in. No. Um, I thought that was a bit of a shame, really, because the Australian one showed, you know, Jesse having a panic over drawers and nowhere to put his clothes. I mean, we only really saw the, the bed breaking in Paul and Tasha's room, which was Absolutely I mean, hilarious. Really good. I mean, she said, be careful, don't break the bed. And then he jumped on it and broke it so yeah absolutely (laughs) but I did think it was sweet with some of them you could see after their honeymoon experience uh, I thought that was really really nice that George and Peggy had a little bit of a kiss but that but that's today yeah (laughs) and then obviously Roz and Thomas wow I mean how, how big was that gap 
I mean, when they, when Tom looks, Thomas looks at that bed and says it's not big enough, like by big enough he meant in another apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then no, in that car, I said if he was any further away from her in that car, he would have been riding on the roof rack, right? <laughs> oh, I really. Yeah, I felt for them because they then entered a room where everybody else seemingly had a was living their best lives. Yeah, much better time than them. Thank God uh, for Portia and Terence. That was the only saving grace for them. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. I mean, it was nice to see that she got a friend in Jay. I yeah. think that was really cool. Um, and she had someone to talk about her concerns, I think. That was that was a good thing. She had someone to rely on. Um, otherwise, I think, I think you can see what kind of people people are at the first dinner party because you can see who gravitates to who, right? Mm. Like yeah. Laura and Portia. Yeah, yeah, Laura and kind Portia. of straight in there, right? Uh, well, we had a bit of a, a a gaggle there. We had Laura, we had Portia, we had Shona, um, yep. and who was the who was the other one? Peggy. Peggy yeah they were all together and I thought oh okay that's going to be the friendship group isn't it yeah yeah that's what I mean and then I mean Shona was a bit of a wild card in there because I thought she'd be more on the Jay and Roz Mm. but I think she she thinks she's a bit she's comes off that she likes the glamour as well so maybe that's why she's with those girls but you know when they all sat there and Portia tells them first of all Portia's right in there to tell them what's happened because she wants mm-hmm. to get her story, her side of the the story out first before Terence arrives, or doesn't she? Because yeah. she wants everyone to be on her side. But when she says, I'm not going to get up when he comes in, and she basically says something in the lines that, that she doesn't want them to either. Right? Mm. She tries to, before Terence comes in and acts like a complete fucking boob, yeah. <laughs> right? she also tries to get them to stay down in that seat. She doesn't want them to get up and be nice to him. She wants them to be on her side. Yes. And she thanks them for being on her side. Yeah, and to be fair, they've not met him before. No. So uh, this is, you can't get people to be like that when they've not met. The and they've person. not witnessed anything or know anything about him. Yeah, it was purely that she said, This is my side of the story. This is how I feel. You girls best stay down here with me. Thank you for believing in me. Don't believe in him. Right. Yeah. So for her, I mean, yes. Okay. Terence comes in, says hello to everybody and blanks her. It was that a shit move? Fucking absolutely. I mean, did he probably do it because he was if it was awkward? Yeah, but it still doesn't excuse it. I think he was wrong. But she is not completely blameless in that situation, so she can stop the waterworks about it because she ins- tried to incite that for those girls not to. Yeah, and they did. They tried to sit there and not stand up for as long as they could, didn't they? Yeah, and I, I noticed Laura has taken on the role of person that ru- you know runs after someone who's crying, <laughs> and that's how you get the airtime, people. <laughs> But yeah, it was a shock. Well, maybe not a shock to us, but a shock to the experts, particularly when they arrived separately and they were like, "We've not had this before." No, no yeah, it's never first that dinner party, not coming in as a couple. That's 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 hard, right? That's yeah. that's hard. Um, but I just when she says that she doesn't want any drama, as she stands up and addresses the group pointing mm-hmm. fingers at Terence. I mean, there was yeah. nothing but drama. That whole dinner party 
was based around her and her feelings. I mean, he came over and asked to have a conversation with her so he could talk to her. And she sat and just chewed her food and like he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a completely and once you and she moved seats, she swapped seats. Yeah. So she didn't have to be near him. Um and he, he did Again, try childish. Yeah, he did try to talk to her and she just blanked him. Dramatic and childish. All the things that he has she is gunning for him because he said about her, as far as I can see, is exactly what's happening. Yeah. So libel, not so much. Mm. And then I can't really work out why she ran out of the room crying the second time. Because it was when um, Laura said, at least we don't hate, at least we don't, we might not be going smooth sailing, but at least we don't hate each other. That was the seat swap. Ah, I don't know. You know what it was? It was probably because she wasn't getting enough attention at that five minutes of the dinner party. <laughs> because oh, we maybe. were focusing on Brad trying to jam his tongue down Shona's throat. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Now, did she pick snot out of his nose at some point? Was, he did. Was that, and he, at a, he again, said, never mind that. At a dinner party. And then he stuck his finger up his nose and looked at it. At a dinner party. Also, no tonguing at the table, love. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought they were going to just swipe everything off the middle and he was just going to bang her right on the middle of it. I mean, yeah, we get it. You guys are really into each other. but And I'm not a prude, but there's a time and a place. And dry humping each other on a, at a dinner party when clearly some of the other couples are not doing well. Right? Yeah. It seemed not only did it seem a little unauthentic, it also seemed a little like shitty. I just yeah. think maybe they could have read that room and said, you know what? All the couples aren't feeling what we're feeling. Let's maybe just act with a little decorum and maybe not be throwing it in Roz and Thomas's face that are sat across from them, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, so she went ran out the second time in tears. <laughs> oh. What have I done to get no. such disdain? Disdain. I know. I said, uh, what is it? It's like the Merchants of Venice out there, wasn't it? Like, let's, let's not ham it up into Shakespeare fucking mode, Portia. Oh, I beseech you, why do you treat me with such disdain? <laughs> it was like, oh, Shakespeare on the water, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I've just, what on earth? Where, I, where did disdain come from? I don't know. And I, I you know, I, I love maths. You know, I love maths. I br live, breathe maths, even not just because I was on it. I just love it. But I'm going to say so far this series, uh, the fake drama is winding me up, the fake comedy. I'm upset acting from Peggy, from Laura, from Portia. I just feel like it's it's too much. And I mm. think it seems like everybody's there to create some characters so they can get something from this. And I'm I'm not digging that. It doesn't seem authentic. And mm. I don't like it. Uh, we also had Ella who stood up and bravely said to everybody because everybody was there um, about being a trans woman. Um, and I thought Nathaniel was really supportive. Yeah, he was. Him. He was great. And I did give him a little shout out for that one because I know that I've been ripping into him quite a bit. But he was great. But again, mm -hmm. that was about standing up for somebody's truth and rights. It wasn't about their relationship. And I think that's yeah. the difference. He he didn't have an issue with that. He felt proud of her. But that wasn't about their relationship. And mm -hmm. I think that's why the, their, his attitude was different. And I love the fact that the the group kind of went, yeah, okay. 
<laughs> they were like, this is no big deal. Which And how it should be. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, she, yes, they gave her the thing because she stood up and said it. But it was almost like they were like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is no big deal. <laughs> they were all fine about it. But Ellen and it didn't last long because uh, on the next episode, they um, they were talking about Portia and Terry. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's again. She was talking about Portia and he managed to turn it around to have a dig at her again. And mm-hmm. he gets he goes from zero to 100 really quickly and then tries to blame her again. I I noticed this. It's a pattern with him. The blame. Yeah. And when she says to him. I didn't really like that you talked about the stripping because that was private. Then he he starts shouting at her about that again. And when he says, I'm sorry, I said, I'm sorry. It didn't seem like he was sorry. Mm. It seemed like he was shouting. I don't think he was sorry at all. I don't think he gave a shit. So Ros and Thomas, well, they did it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They had sex um, and they had sex because she thought, well, I'm going to try and shag my way out of this. I well, I can't talk on that one, can I? So <laughs> I don't. I feel like I don't have much to say on that one because been there, done that one. But the next morning, she didn't give him a love, you know, any hug or kiss. She just blanked him, which you know, that's a bit mean. Yeah. yeah. Again, I don't think there's anything. Um, nasty going on between these two i think it's two people that have zero idea of how to harness their feelings or talk about them and i think that's it's just going back and forth between the two of them he's uncomfortable so he acts in a stupid way she's uncomfortable she acts in a stupid way and they just keep hurting each other and ignoring each other and there's i feel like there's like it there's no grown-up way for them to deal with this situation should she have told him before she had sex with him that she was having sex with him to try to see if there's more of a connection because she really wanted one? Yeah. But also, he's not being honest, she's not being honest. And I don't think it, either of them are doing that on purpose. I hope they get to do some of those kind of looking into each other's eyes kind of techniques where they they might get to bring each other closer together. I think they need more help from the experts. I think the experts need to go to their apartment and deal with them one-on-one. Yeah, I, I think that would be good. So uh, let's go through the list of how, how people went. Uh, Tasha and Paul, though I love the expression, we've not gone full Monty yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. But again, he's he's leaving poops in the toilet. with, the, And I, I just think that too much too soon. Mm, <laughs> or ever. Yeah. <laughs> or ever. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants that, frankly. Um, but they seem to be getting on really, really well. Um, but she did say, you know, she wants to know he's here to stay before she gives it away. And I love that because it wasn't like she's using it as a weapon, right? She's not saying mm-hmm. like he has to earn the sex. She's saying she doesn't want to make herself that vulnerable if she's not 100 percent sure he's mm-hmm. he, he's in love with her. And that's fair enough. Um, then we had Ella and Nathaniel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I just want to put this out there because Jan and I have not looked at the stories about that Nathaniel's put out there because we don't want to know things that we shouldn't no. know. But it's hard, isn't it? It's hard because they're everywhere, and I and I dislike I dislike that he's done this. I know why he's done it, but and I, I'm trying not to look at it. But you do get a gist of what's happening, and I feel like when he's on the couch again, I haven't seen the article. But he alludes to the fact that he didn't get what he wanted yeah. in, in a very dramatic way, in a very, like, you guys fucked me over way. Um, 
So that's making things complicated for me because we don't have the whole story. But I felt during that couch time with Ella and him that there was nothing behind his eyes. There was no Mm. feeling there. He was just waiting for that shit to get over so he could get back off that couch again. Um, I don't think he gave a shit. And even when he said, oh, I love seeing this side of you, I think it was just so he didn't look like a bigger dick. Yeah, well, he... He does admit that he's emotionally detached at times. Mm, I think um, that's also a lie, so that he doesn't look like a dick. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she did say at the dinner party, though, you know, we've, we've had nothing yet, I mean, not even a fingering. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. And again, I, I did say I will give this one to Nathaniel, because the comments like that, he doesn't love, right? <laughs> But, I mean, we thought she was going to say a kiss and a hug, but she yeah. went straight in for second, or is that third base? Uh, <laughs> third <I> base. <laughs> straight in on third. But um, I think she sort of grounds kind of a relationship in, in physicality. She does, yeah. Um, and, and she assumes that anyone who wants her will be immediately physical with her. Which I don't think is great on Ella's part, because I feel like she's getting the wrong guys because she equates having sex with her to caring about her and that's not great Mm. but at the same time I think Nathaniel's being very calculating by saying that he's 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 pulling back because he's trying to get to know her because I don't think that's what's really happening I think he's not interested and I think that's what she's actually feeling. And he says that to her. He says, I don't know if I'm really attracted. You're attractive, but I don't think I'm attracted to you. Yeah. Uh, but Paul says, you know, they both need reassurance. That's that's what they need. They need to feel um, that, you know, they have each other's backs a bit. Yeah. Um, but why and- does he say to her that I had to say in front of the camera the secret you told me about stripping because otherwise I couldn't be authentic? That's bullshit. I know a lot of secrets about people that I would never tell. And just because I don't tell everybody their business doesn't make me unauthentic and doesn't mean I can't live my truth No. <laughs> without spilling the beans on everybody else's shit. That was her secret to tell. You're too busy spilling beans on your own shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, so Shona and Brad um, get up uh, in their love bubble <laughs> love um, bubble <laughs> and they admit that they were straight uh, to bed with she hasn't other. done anything wrong but i really i really have an issue i just i just every time she talks i roll my eyes i can't and i know it's terrible she hasn't done anything wrong and i'm sorry shona i just it just seems so unreal i just <laughs> well they are Deeply in some, you know, love or lust. I'm not. I'm going to go with lust (laughs) with each other at this point. She's got Um, cockstruck. (laughs) And he clearly is teaching her a thing or two. um, Mesmerizing her with his penis. (laughs) (laughs) But he's he brought up the I'm more sexually adventurous Mm. thing. uh, Red flag now, right? Once Mm. is once is. I'm just trying to um, let you know where yeah. I'm at sexually to see if you're on board but he's now brought it up on the couch mm. and like Mel said she could physically see Shona tighten up in her seat yeah. right and she's that the point was it's both got to be consensual and you know she, you shouldn't feel pr- pressured into doing something yep. you don't want to do and I feel like that's what's happened gonna happen with these two 
she because she's going to want to keep that love bubble she's going to want to please him because she'll be scared of losing it mm-hmm. and he can use that now to try to get her to do more than she's comfortable with yeah absolutely so we'll see how that one flies uh laura and arthur ah yes can we please talk about laura and arthur <laughs> first of all when mel's face when he says when he says how do i look and paul says more importantly how does your wife look and he says he says something stupid. I think it's because he's nervous, but Mel's face just goes. Well, she's, it, I think he says, well, look at her. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think? Look at her. And then, but Mel's face is a terrible face then, Adam, doesn't she? She's just not impressed. It's a lack of grasp of the English language again, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah I think he's uncomfortable and he's nervous more than he's an idiot. But I've got to say, Laura pissed me off on that couch. Mm-hmm. Go on. Because, because it, again, she had had conversations with them that they had resolved. It's this Peggy and our, uh, and George thing, like. But she felt that she needed to on that couch to re have a go at him, yeah. right? To let everybody know all his mistakes. And I don't think that was necessary. You know, they they had him. She could have said we had some problems, but we resolved them. And I felt like now we've got you know we've moved past them. But she wanted everyone to know what he had done. <laughs> You know, so he could apologize for it once again. Yeah. And and then to keep saying things like, oh, he, he's got to work on some things, but he's doing well. And I don't know if I was going to stay, but, you know, I think maybe I'm going to give him some more time. He has he wrote some vows off the Internet. That was it. Right? Yeah. What does he have to atone for? And I feel like she's trying to make him work for it because she doesn't think he's good enough for her. But she brought up the Chelsea boy thing again. Oh, I just think she just thinks she's better than him and she wants a relationship where he has to keep trying to prove himself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to get tired for him real quick. Well, Peggy and Georges, they were next <laughs> Well, this is where I, I really do feel like I missed out what was actually going on on their honeymoon because we'd only seen a couple of bits when she was pissed off with them. But actually, they were quite happy with each other but she did she did bring up the nipple oh she put it all up again and then she starts to almost cry again he hasn't done anything to her is this a running theme with the girls because they all seem to be doing it i know like it's and i mean i loved it when when mel said like so he's heard you he understands where you're coming from. He knows why that you were upset and he said he's willing to work on that so like basically fucking get over yourself didn't you yeah because it's she's like oh it's just bringing it all up again he didn't do anything to you he's got a youtube channel <laughs> where he talks about gaming and makes the silly pranks with other men like he hasn't done anything to you <laughs> no, Stop um, crying about it um and they say that's the george of the past yeah <laughs> get over well, it he- that's fine. If if he continues to act in that behavior, then she can sit and have a cry next week on the couch. But right now, he, all he has said is this is who what I've done in the past. This is who I've been. I would like to move forward as a relationship, George, where I act like more of an adult. And then she has to say, great, let's see. Let's see that. But she's starts- already going. Oh, so yeah. hard. But if he starts getting the car battery out, then, <laughs> then you should be worried. <laughs> But if he was trying to put the electricity on her nipples, this would be a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, oh yeah i was just i did i did a lot of eye rolling last night i just did i just think everybody needs to calm the drama down it's only the first week we get it you'll get your airtime. just you know just let it go so jane luke la 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 we're really happy stay safe pretty much yep. it yeah they've got no problems yet they've seemed very happy uh so let's let's yeah. do the big guns i know yeah let's get on to spoon gate yeah <laughs> So, um, he made me feel this big <laughs> again he didn't say hello to you at a dinner party he didn't kill you didn't cheat on you didn't didn't set your house on fire didn't try to kill your dog <laughs> he just didn't act like an appropriate gentleman and it, it's not the end of the world <laughs> yeah i mean she was pissed that he didn't walk in with her that's yeah. what made her feel so small fair enough way. and fair enough but, but it didn't it didn't require the amateur dramatics that went with it no they weren't talking and he said you know she's a diva it's her way or the highway so um i'm kind of with him on that one yeah i and i i, I kind of was like when paul was like okay yes when she says about when she says about the fact that she's vulnerable because bad things have happened to her. Again, I don't disagree with that, but I think she used it as a crutch to excuse her bad behavior, which is what I found annoying. But then, and and yes, could Terrence have turned around and said, oh, that's terrible. But instead of saying, this is why we have these problems. Yeah. But I felt a little bit bad that he was forced to do that because I feel like if anyone deserves an apology, it's Terrence at this point. Yeah, yeah. I'm acknowledging that, you know, that you feel hurt about this. I'm acknowledging that you've been a massive bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, she went into that dinner party and retold what had happened on the couch yeah. in a complete lie. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. He told me I'm not good enough. He told me I didn't deserve love. Like she just none of that happened we saw the conversation that is not what happened in that well, conversation the retelling it just got worse and worse yes. and worse i mean she it? tried to vilify him in a room full of people where is the accountability for that behavior yeah i agree I but it's all right agree. because she cried and said that somebody had hurt her in the past so that that null and voids all the shit she's done because she's coming from a place of hurt yeah we're all coming from a place of hurt <laughs> well it's no wonder he wrote leave yeah. But she wrote stay. And again, and this is what I'm saying. She does the dramatics. She has the cry. She says she can't go on. She doesn't even want to be in a room with them. It's their first day from back from the honeymoon. And she's not even staying in a hotel room in the apartments with them. Mm -hmm. But she's written, she's done all of it like she's going to leave and then wrote. Because she knows one person writes stay. They've got to stay. <laughs> so, yeah. she, so she can now have another week of this. I, I agree. I completely agree. Um, I think it's for followers. I do as well. For the internet, baby. I honestly, I don't see how they're going to get past next. I think if the relationship stays the way it is now, mm -hmm. if they stay, if she writes stay again after next week, if it's, I think it's unauthentic. And I, I'm, uh, I just think it's going to be ridiculous. They are, she has to either listen to what the experts are saying and they both have to try to hear each other or yeah. that relationship is doomed. It's absolutely doomed. And if the snippets from next week are anything to go on, it looks like there's a lot of relationships in trouble next week. Well, I suppose the glow starts to wear off once you really start living together. Well, listen, like 
I've always said the wedding, everybody always says the wedding day was spectacular, nine mm -hmm. out of ten times, because you're so excited. It's all new. The cameras are on. I think it's hard not to enjoy the wedding. Yeah. Like if you don't enjoy the wedding, it's shit. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. And then the honeymoon, you're for most people, you're in a gorgeous place. Yeah. So you, you generally trying to have a okay time. By this time, once you've done the couch and the and all the tasks are coming out, this is when the wheels start to fall off the wagon. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm an evil, evil person, and I should be punished. But now. But I know where this is going. I know yeah, where this is going. Oh, are we going to have our first dick of the week? We are going to have our first dick yes! of the week. <laughs> so we have some potential contenders going on here for dick of the week. Now, I'm gonna I, say this is probably the first time we're I'm, we're gonna have more women than men for our dick of the week quite suggestions. Possibly, quite possibly. <laughs> now I think though, actually, maybe Shona and Brad as as a pair might just get <laughs> dick of the week, <laughs> just because there's been a lot of dick going on, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. We can't ignore um, maybe the Peggy situation and the Laura situation where they both sort of place their men in difficult positions um, where they just could not win. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's potential. Okay. And then obviously... Come on, bring out the big guns, Jen. Just bring out the big guns. There's Terence and Portia. Well, which... You know, you can go one side or the other. So I think you know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I so mean, go on. I feel bad woman to woman to make the first dick of the week a, a gal. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to have to sorry say, I think that Portia is our dick of the week. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Portia. It's just, it's all the drama. It's the... It's the making the dinner party about herself, and it's the fact that she has no reflection on anything that she's done. Um, plus, it was the terrible Shakespearean acting that went on on the couch at the dinner yeah. party. I <laughs> and think that with much it. disdain, <laughs> I make Portia our dick of the week. <laughs> well done, Portia. Um, now, we also have Maths Bingo as well. So, um, if anyone's not familiar with this, um, it's kind of based on a drinking game, really. Um, when you hear a certain phrase come up, you allow yourself to have a little sip of whatever you're drinking. Yeah, or a little treat, maybe a chocky bicky, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't want to push the booze on everybody. So um, I'm going to go with the, my first suggestion. Okay. For this week, and that's speak my truth. Oh, the speak my truth. So if you hear speak my truth in the coming week, take get, a drink, eat a biscuit, a eat a biscuit. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Give us um, a whoop whoop. And we would like you also to give us some suggestions for what you would like on, on Maths Bingo. So if you hear any particular phrases that keep on being repeated, we will add them to our bingo selection. Also, um, you have um, when I'm doing my stories in the evening, I love having all your comments. Please keep them coming. Um, if you want them, any comments to be included, please leave 
give us your name with it and give us your permission and we will read some of the comments out at the end of next episode as well yeah i'd love to i'd love to know what everyone's thinking oh it's so good and i do try to read them as i'm as the show's going so i will post a story and then i will flick on and read the what people are saying and it's quite funny to to see what people are saying so yeah keep that coming guys don't forget to go onto our instagram which is uh the lara on air pod um, you can go on there and we have some quizzes, we have some memes, um, and we would love to hear your comments and thoughts about some of the people on there as well. Um, so for the people that you're going, don't be mean. They're memes, guys. We're not saying anything mean about people. Yeah. Take it down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want the lovely Lara herself, you need to go to the Lara Air. That's yes. it. The Lara Air, if you just want to speak to me or follow. Um, and you can follow my stories on mine and the podcast, Insta, and that's Lara on Air. Uh, follow either of those and follow us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review and like us. Yes, we want to know. We want to know all about your thoughts um, and we want you to join in with the show. Absolutely. So it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from Jan. Say goodbye. bye, Jan. See you next week, guys.